Hey, my lovely people. Welcome back to A Black Cat's Voice. I'm your host, Cat, here with a brand new topic to discuss with you guys. But before I tell you exactly what that topic is, I just want to give a disclaimer that this episode does contain sensitive subject matter and it might be triggering to some people. So please understand that with this episode, as well as with, you know, all my content in general, I'm always speaking from a place of love, but I do believe in being delicate and firm at the same time, especially on this topic, because it's very, very important to me. So tonight's episode is going to be about over-sexualization. Over-sexualization. Now, the main point I want to make is that constantly thinking about sex means you lack balance in your life. Although it is normalized, it really shouldn't be. Now, before I start talking about my points and tell stories and whatnot, let's just be clear, y'all. I'm not a virgin. I'm not against people having sex. I'm not one of those uppity, oh, I think I'm better than the next type of, you know, women. Like, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. So that's not what this is, you know. Just listen with an open mind and, yeah, try to feel where I'm coming from. So let's talk about it, you guys. In today's world, majority of society is way too focused on sex. Like, the music is overly sexualized. I'm sure you guys have noticed, um... For my black people, you know how it used to be BET Uncut is where you see certain stuff and videos and whatnot that they wouldn't show during the day. And it's like now it's just every video looks pretty much looks like BET Uncut, if not worse. And it's like everybody got somebody naked, you know, or in these little what y'all like to call outfits that show everything anyway but it's like you just literally have a little bit of material on your body you know you got ass and titties everywhere and it's in all the popular videos you know it used to be a where you could tell a difference in the video from what was hip-hop what was rap what was r&b pop and now it's like everything looks the same you know you got all these people talking about sex you got all these artists talking about you know what they do in bed how good they are in bed whatnot and it's just like the substance is gone because it's not just about you know talking about love i really miss the storytelling like i miss when you could put on a song and the artist would tell you something about their life or something that they've been through something that they've seen And, you know, you could really pretty much be it's like you're listening to them read a book about their life. And it's just really lacking at this point, because most of the people who are mainstream just it's all about sex. It's just sex, 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 sex. And I'm not saying that for everybody, but if you look at who's on the radio, who's on MTV, VH1, BET, who's on all of that stuff all the time is usually artists that only speak about sex. And it's crazy because social media is also a part of this problem. 
you know they're always showing you these different things and these different people who look a specific way and they're just sexualizing a lot of things like it used to be where in certain attire you know you can be sexy but you still leave a little mystery to it now with a lot of the outfits and stuff it's basically like you're naked you know and that goes not just for women but for men you know a lot of the guys feel pressure to always have their shirts off or you know always be looking oily or you know whatever the case may be just to seem sexy you got people doing these challenges to show you you know they freak nasty side you got the cucumber challenge you got the watermelon challenge and it's just really wild to me because the more that all of these things you know keep happening i feel like a lot of people aren't noticing that the lines between kids and adults are really becoming blurred and that's a major problem you know kids shouldn't feel like they have to be sexy and it's just really it's just really crazy the climate that we're in today Hey, my lovely people, I just wanted to take a second to brag about how cool Anchor is. So I've been using Anchor to do my podcast for a little over two years now, and I really love this platform. It's easy to use. You can use it right on your computer or even on your smartphone. They have so many tools in place for you. They distribute your podcast to multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the list goes on. Oh, and did I mention the best part, you guys? It's free. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, everybody. And I suppose you could always make the argument that this stuff is not for kids. But it's kind of like at this point, I can't tell. Because for this stuff not to be for children, you know, why is it so easily accessible to them then? You know, you have TikTok and all these apps where you have children dancing, singing, whatever, these explicit songs, these things that they probably don't even know what they mean. You know, why is it marketed to children if it's not supposed to be for children? Why do you have an artist who's singing about what they can do in bed, but in the video, you know, they have pigtails, they're playing with toys, like, How is a child supposed to know the difference? You have a lot of young ladies, a lot of little girls growing up feeling like they have to be sexy, like they have to dress a certain way. And it's crazy because I'm almost 30, y'all, and I still don't even feel comfortable doing what I see a lot of these kids feeling like they have to do. And it's sad, you know, I don't feel the need to show my body all the time. I don't feel the need to post a twerking video or any of that. And I'm not sitting here saying anybody is right or wrong for doing that. But I'm just saying I know for a fact that there is no twerking video or skimpy outfit you can put on that will make you desirable long term. And even for our little boys, our young men, they feel like they have to be 
with women to be considered grown, to be considered strong. Like our little boys feel like they're not a man if they're not out here, you know, having sex and doing all these different things because of how they're ridiculed. Like, I'm not saying adults who do these things are wrong for doing them. You know, that's your life. You have every right to do whatever you want with your life. But I'm just asking the question, why can't kids be kids anymore? You know, where is the innocence that we once saw? Like, a lot of us don't even realize we either grew up to be overly sexual or a bit awkward when it comes to sex because of our childhood experiences. Like, there are children who go through molestation and there's even kids who may not ever be molested or anything like that, but still go through inappropriate behavior. And you know the comments, the, oh, wow, you're going to be cute when you grow up. Oh, wow, you know them boys going to be in trouble when you turn 18. You should not be saying that to a little girl. You should not be saying that. Or even for our little boys, ooh, he, he going to be fine when he get older. Ooh, you better call me when you turn 18, son. Okay, Roberta Kelly, the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Sorry. I'm I'm trying to limit my profanity, but, you know. I'm a hood baby, so sometimes it just slip out. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's really sad because you have so many people who go through these things and then it changes how they view sex and just sexual behavior as an adult. You know, you have rape victims who completely shut themselves off from sex because going through that or even going through you know child molestation it creates a feeling of guilt like a strong feeling of shame and a lot of people have a very difficult time overcoming that and then on the opposite scale of that you have the people who go through those terrible things as kids and they become overly sexualized because they feel like that's how they're taking their power back You know, you have some people who feel empowered every time they have sex just because they feel like, yeah, you know, you didn't take nothing from me because I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do what I want. Like, it's like proving a point when it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away the pain that somebody took your childhood from you. And honestly, even myself, As a black woman, I have gone through trauma as a child just based off people's assumptions for me. And I'm just a kid. You know, I didn't do anything. I'm just minding my business. And it's really, really sad. So I was gonna, I'm not gonna tell, you know, everything to you guys, obviously. But I do have a story that I feel like is perfect for this context. So I remember being eight years old. I remember being in second grade. And we had a class assignment where we were supposed to write letters to each other. And I remember um, this white classmate that I had. Mind you, the school was predominantly white and Hispanic. And I was one of the only black girls in the school. So this white classmate literally wrote me a letter where this little boy told me how sexy I was and how much 
he knew I would be good in bed, how I was good at these things. And when I say he was like specific, it was really horrifying. And it obviously became this whole big thing because my dad, if y'all knew my dad, Pastor Davis, Burtis Davis, he did not play that. So it became a very, very big thing. And I didn't really understand it as a kid. I just knew that he was attacking me and that's what hurt my feelings because I just I just remember asking my dad, like, why would he say that about me? He doesn't know me. He hasn't, you know, he's never been around me. And my dad already, he my dad already knew what's up. So he's just like, he just doesn't know any better. You know, sometimes people just don't know any better. And come to find out, this boy's dad raised him to think that black women are purely sex objects. So this little boy really thought he was complimenting me by telling me what I was, what I would do in bed and, you know, how he wanted to be with, you know, just all these different things. But we're eight years old. Like, I'm a baby. Eight years old, you're a baby. And it's just so sad that a lot of people in the world are really like that, especially when it comes to black people. Now... Anybody can have sexual trauma. I'm not saying that's a black thing. Anybody can, unfortunately, go through horrible things. But black people literally have a lot of generational trauma from sex being weaponized. You know, the slave owners and their wives literally used to pick people not just based on who they wanted to work the fields or cook or whatever. They would pick them on their body types. They would pick children, they would pick men based off how they looked and women, you know, they would pick them based off how they looked because they couldn't wait to do sexual things with them. There was even this horrible process that black men used to go through called buck breaking. I'm not going to speak specifically on what that is, but y'all Google it, buck breaking. Even in today's society, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of people who want a BBC or, you know, they want a, they want a sexy black woman because we got, you know, the big ass, the big titties. And it's just like a lot of people literally see us as what they can do to us or what we can do for them without seeing that we're people too. You know, a lot of us as black people are considered sexual objects before anything. And the music, the media... It really doesn't help with that. And it's not okay. It's really not okay. Okay, so let me just bring everything full circle and say there is nothing wrong with sex. You know, it's nothing wrong with being sexy, with being free. If you want to be out there busting that thing open, if you want to be out there with your titties out, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying it's how you do it. I'm not here to judge nobody. You have every right to do whatever it is you want with your life because that's your life. But I'm saying that you have to understand that if you're constantly trying to prove your sexiness, I don't think you understand what real sex appeal is. If you're constantly trying to prove how good you are in bed or constantly thinking about, you know, what you want to do in bed, you lack balance. 
And that's something that you need to work on and you need to figure out why it is that you're like that. And you really got to understand that true sex appeal is not on you, baby. It's in you. Like my favorite rapper, my favorite female rapper, Nicki Minaj, she said on her song, you know, we go up with Vivio Foreign. I could be all the way covered and still given sexy. Period. Because true sex appeal is not on you, it's in you. So constantly thinking about one thing, it really means you lack balance. And life, as we all know, is a balancing act. So only you can understand why you are the way that you are and what you need to do to help yourself be better moving forward. But I'm not here to judge. Y'all do as you please. Just just please try to understand where I'm coming from. And that concludes this episode. And as always, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you.